Welcome to the Educator State of Mind podcast, the best daily resource for educators to thrive at work and flourish in life. I'm your host, Jake Ruzzi. Every day, we'll explore tips, tricks, tools, practices, and stories to help you achieve and maintain a healthy life-work balance while working in education. Let's get to it. Email. Everyone's favorite part of their job, right? Wrong. I don't think anybody really likes email, except maybe me. I kind of like emails. I just, but I'm weird. And that's why I have this podcast in the first place. So don't take my word for it. But if you're anything like a normal human being, you probably really, really dislike your email. And you probably really struggle to keep up with it, to stay up to date on what's going on, and, you know, effectively carry out the tasks that come with email or carry out the passing along of information that you need to properly or the scheduling that comes with it. That's what we're talking about today. I see a lot of people who have really, really unhealthy relationships with their email, and I really feel bad for you because I really want to help you right now because there is a way that you can take control of your email without letting it take control of you. And the biggest thing that I see is people treating email like it's instant messaging. It's not. I'm telling you now, it is not instant messaging. There's other ways to communicate besides an email. If you're a person who feels like when you get an email, you have to respond to it right away, please stop. You deserve better and you're being taken advantage of. So give yourself permission right now to let that email just sit there. Who cares? Because here's the thing. If someone is wanting an immediate response to an email, they should not have emailed you. There's things called phones. There's text messaging. Some schools use things like Google Chats or instant messaging platforms of any kind. They can use that, or they can walk down the friggin' hallway and find you, okay? Email is not instant messaging, and we need to stop treating it that way. It's not good for people. We also need to develop a better habit with how we check our email. For most people, checking your email twice a day is all you need. Once in the morning, once at the end of the day, call it a day. Some people honestly don't even have to do that. They can just get away with once. Twice a day, I think, is a good rule of thumb. Stick to that and you'll probably be just fine. You know, of course, there are some things that come up where we just need to check our email or something super important, and the most efficient way to get it out to a massive group of people was email. I get it, things happen, and that's fine. But if that's our default mode, that's not okay. We cannot be treating email like this thing that we need to be tied to all the time. So here's a couple of tips that I have for you. Tip number one, this is probably the most important thing you can do, is turn off your email notifications on your computer, on your phone. Even if you have it on your phone, why? Take care of yourself. Don't put it on your phone. But more importantly, don't get a notification every time you get an email on your computer. It's distracting. It's unnecessary. It creates anxiety about, oh, do I need to check that? Do I need to respond? You don't. Trust me, you don't give yourself permission to just not even notice that it's there until you have your scheduled times, which is tip number two, schedule your time for when you will check your email. Again, I recommend once in the morning, 
once in the afternoon, but you know your schedule better than I do, find some time that works for you. If you don't need to check it twice, just check it once. As professionals, we definitely need to do it at least once a day. Don't get into the habit of not doing it once a day. Even if you don't get a ton of emails, even if you don't even get one email every day, which if that's you, what job do you have? Because I will take it. But seriously, if you don't check your email every single day, you're going to fall out of the habit and things are going to fall behind. And you do not want to be one of those people that is constantly missing emails, always a step behind everybody. Because here's the thing, email is an extremely powerful tool and it's very essential for the way that a lot of people, including educators, the way that we do our jobs relies on email. So we just need to accept that fact and create healthy habits around it. Tip number three is that please do not worry about inbox zero. For most people, it's not going to work. I see some people it works fantastic for, but the majority of us, we're not inbox zero people. It's okay. You can have stuff in your inbox. It doesn't have to be empty. I have things in my email that I want to keep an eye on. When I don't need to keep an eye on it anymore, I let it go. If I try to get to inbox zero, it gives me a lot of anxiety that is just not worth it. And it's just not realistic for the way that work happens and the way that we can work effectively with our emails. Like some things I just simply can't get rid of. For example, today I had an email. Somebody asked me for some documents. I had one of those documents, but I didn't have the other. What I did was I drafted that email, put in that one attachment that I had, and then asked who I needed to get that other one from to send it to me. But guess what? Now I'm in a holding pattern. I can't get down to inbox zero. And right now it's not my fault. It's okay. I'm waiting on somebody else to get me something so that I can clear this one. And that's fine because guess what? It's email and no one needs an instant response to your email. It's fine. Let them wait. They'll survive. Tip number four, don't use email as a to-do list. I've tried it. It's not an effective way to keep yourself organized with the tasks that you have to do. Do you get things that you need to add to your to-do list from email? Yes, but have an actual to-do list. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But do not use your email as a to-do list because it's a really good way for things to not get done. Email is just not great with keeping things um, organized in a way that helps you get things done. And I have a couple of tips for some of the things you need to do while you're working through your emails. So while you're actually working through your emails, when you find that scheduled time, when you sit down and this is your block of time to check your emails and get through them, take one at a time. You don't need to read all of them and then go back. That's how things get lost and that's how your brain gets overloaded. You're not able to focus on too many things at once. So you're going to just not perform well. Take one at a time. doesn't really matter which way you go. If you're a top to bottom person or a bottom to top, doesn't really matter. Pick whatever works for you. If the task and if the response and if the thing that you have to do to clear that email out of your inbox is less than two minutes long, just freaking do it. Just do it. If it's longer than two minutes, you have some options. I would recommend either laying down the foundation, like I said, for that email where somebody needed two different documents, but I only had the one. 
I started it. It was going to take me longer than two minutes, but I laid the foundation. I put the information that I had into that email, and then I waited. And if you can't do that, then your other option is to just put it away for later. Move on to the next email. Come back to it when you have a little bit more time. At this point, if you're going to put it away for later, you're probably going to have to add it to a to-do list, which I would recommend adding to your separate to-do list as some action items because chances are if it's going to take you longer than two minutes to clear that email, either you're reading something, which we'll talk about next, or there's something that you need to do that is separate from your email and you're going to have to write that task down or else you're going to forget it. You're going to have to go back into that email again and restart the whole process. Next, if you encounter an email like a newsletter or something that you need to read, as long as it's not something super timely, and let's be honest, you'll usually know if you if you have time to read it or if you can put it off for a little while. If you have to read something, put it away for later. You, that you can save it in your inbox. Maybe make yourself a note. You don't want to spend all of this time that you scheduled to get through your emails reading one newsletter because newsletters can be quite long and sometimes they're not super helpful. So next, as you're going through, Clean your inbox as you go. You don't want to cross off. You don't want to end up in a space where you're going back like, oh, this email, did I get to it? Yes, you did. Archive it, put it in your folder, delete it, whatever you need to do to get it out of your inbox. Your inbox should be something that you only have the things that are actionable. You only have the things that you need to pay attention to right now, not 10 minutes ago, three days ago, no. Clean your inbox as you go. And while you're cleaning your inbox, use some kind of general system of organization. Mine is very loose. I only have a couple of folders that I actually use. For example, one thing that is a huge part of my job and a huge part of like what I'm doing at the school right now is focusing on transportation. There's all kinds of stuff coming from the different transportation hubs and people telling me information about stuff. I have a folder that is specific for transportation. And if I get a piece of important information in an email, I will throw it in there. Beyond that type of specific use case for an organization folder in your email, I don't use a whole lot. Most things that come into my email either get deleted or get archived because all email platforms, whether it's Outlook, whether it's Gmail, something else, you have a pretty powerful search function that you can usually find what you're looking for. So don't worry about it. Just archive it if you're, if you're not sure where it needs to go. Don't try to make something up. I've seen people with like hundreds and hundreds of folders that they just throw like one email in a folder and that just never has made sense to me. Use a general system of organization. Don't make it too complicated or else you'll never find your stuff again because you can always find it through search. And while you're going through your scheduled time, to check your email, I want you to fight the urge to follow your brain when it starts to race about all the other things you could be doing with your time. There's always something else you could be doing, and your email during that scheduled time is the only thing that you should be doing. If you're not doing something that takes you less than two minutes to clear off an email, you shouldn't be doing it right now. And a lot of times what will happen is when we're going through emails, our brain's going to start thinking about other things. Like, oh yeah, that, that reminded me that I have to do this for this kid. This teacher needed this thing from me. If that starts to happen, make yourself a note in your to-do list or on a sticky note that you can come back to 
when you're finished with your emails. You don't need to bounce around or else you're, what's going to happen is you're going to get to one email, it's going to start a chain reaction of you just doing other random stuff that comes up in your brain, you're not going to have a system, and then you're going to go about your day and be like, oh wow, that time that I scheduled to check my email was totally useless because I did not actually finish checking my email because I got distracted. One thing at a time. It's okay, you'll have time to come back to those other things. And so that's all I have for you today. Let me know what you think. Did I miss anything? Is there any other trouble you're running into with your emails? I mean, we could talk about this for, for hours, and there's definitely going to be more episodes coming up, so let me know what you want to hear next as it relates to email. I appreciate you sticking in. I appreciate you listening. Let me know how I can help moving forward. Thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Educator State of Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback is extremely valuable because together we can make this show the best daily resource for educators. And did you know that you can get involved with the show? If you'd like to learn more about being a part of the podcast, head over to jakeruzi.com forward slash podcast for more information. I accept submissions for episode ideas, sound clips to include in the show, and invitations for interviews. If you have something important to say, let's get it on the show. Thanks again, and have a spectacular day.